The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Feng Shui with Christina Hollinger. I am so glad you are here, and I am so excited about today's episode. My intention with this show is to help you expand your manifesting toolbox to give you empowering, actionable, simple techniques that you can try immediately after listening to the show. And anything that I share on the show is to help you design the life that you deserve to help you design the life that you desire. It is always my intention that you leave this episode feeling inspired and uplifted and feeling empowered, more inspired and more empowered than you did before you hit play. So before I go into a little bit of feng shui at the beginning of this episode, let me just tell you I am so excited about this guest. And in fact, this is the last guest of season two. So very, very special. Tali Kogan is the owner of a um, boutique in the 900 shops on North Michigan Avenue. She is a professional stylist and coach for women. Let me just tell you, I went to one of her styling events and she's having another one coming up in May. If you're local to Chicago, just stay tuned for that. I'll link it in the show notes. But I actually went to 900 Shops on North Michigan Avenue, which is very upscale. There's like Burberry and I don't even know how to say all these names, right? Because all the designers are there and everything. There's like this place where um, you can actually like rent the runway type of thing and like rent like all like of the nice, the nicest designer outfits and different things like that. Here's why she's on the show. You're probably like, okay, wait, this is great, Christina fashion and manifesting. How is this going to expand my manifesting toolbox? Well, here's what I love about Tali. Listen to her mantra. Tali's mantra is you can attract anything if you dress for it. And what I love about this mantra is it's not about manifesting, but attracting. And those are two different things in a sense. Um, when we are attracting, we are embodying that which we desire. We're showing up and that which we desire is magnetized to us. And Tali, this is what I love about her. Tali's gift as a stylist and coach is to bring out who you are on the inside for everyone to see it on the outside. So 
you're a beautiful person inside and out. And yet, if you're anything like me, sometimes you question the trends and the styles and all of the things. And it's hard to keep up with, which Tali, by the way, is going to simplify it for you today. And she really helps you to shine. And I've been doing a lot of personal work around this myself, where I've been doing a lot of journaling and meditation and aligning with what I desire. So all these energetics are like internally moving me and helping me to heal. Um, EFT is another practice that has helped me to heal a lot of trauma from my past and release it. And I've had a lot of blocks around feeling worthy and all of those things that are common, of course, but things that we need to work through. And as I'm healing, I'm starting to feel this pull to physically change, to physically mold into and show up in a new way because I want to light up the room in a physical way not just energetically. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how do you match the interior and the exterior worlds? Very feng shui, right? Like, and in some ways, like in feng shui, sometimes I say like, it's really hard to do that inner work, those energetics, affirmations and intentions. And sometimes I say to clients, it's easier to update a bedroom or transform a guest room into a home office that you love and set your intention for what you want to manifest on the outside, fix the outside, and then the inside will change. And it's kind of similar, like with Tali, how she explains how you can actually use fashion on the outside, make changes to how you're showing up physically in the world, and it will internally shift you as well. It will change how you show up. It will change how you stand. It will change how you talk. It will change what your expectation is and abundance, opportunities will flow to you. So it's a new spin on manifesting, which I love bringing this to you. Tali has a very, very simple method called calling forth the queen. It's her formula, which involves setting your intention before you even get dressed in the morning. So you're going to love this. It's it's actually very much in alignment with feng shui. And it's not something you would think is, but it totally is. So I am really excited for you to hear this conversation. Before we get into it, I'm going to give you a little bit of feng shui. But first, I want to just kind of look at if you're listening to this live, let's celebrate the fact that we are in a new month. We are in April and it's Aries season. And according to astrology, Aries season is considered the new year. The Aries zodiac sign is the first zodiac sign out of all 12. And we're starting a new astrological cycle, so to speak. We're heading into a full moon on April 6th. And we are still experiencing the year of the 2023 yin water rabbit, which is also a seven universal year. What's all this mean? Why am I sharing? Well, ultimately, as I teach feng shui, it's not just about the big 
Lunar New Year and the Chinese New Year that is so significant for new beginnings. One thing that I have learned through feng shui is that new beginnings and new cycles are frequent if you follow the moon phases and you follow astrology. And that's why I like to bring a little bit of astrology to you. You, If if you've been listening to the show, you know I've had amazing astrologers on the show. I've had Colin Bedell, who is the astrologer of Cosmopolitan, also has a show in the UK on Discovery+. Plus. I've had Ophi from the Astro Twins, who I've also partnered and worked with. She and her sister are the official astrologers for Elle Magazine. They also have their own show on Amazon Prime. And I've had even more... Oh, Come on, let's give uh, Graham Breitenstein a shout out. He is also known as Drunk Astrology on Instagram. He was a backup dancer for Lady Gaga for 10 years and went on tour with her. So yeah, I've had a couple astrologers on the show, as you know. And the reason why I love, love, love astrology so much is because it helps us to really understand what the universal cosmic energy is and how it's impacting us all as a collective. And then when we realize, like, for example, the moon phases, when we understand the moon phases, we can understand that we can go with the flow of what the universe, what the cosmos are calling us to do. Because life happens in seasons. It happens in cycles. And if we're forcing are, you know, tulips to grow in the middle of the winter, it's going to be very challenging. So we need to make sure we're planting the seeds and planting the tulips in the spring, right? So kind of same theory. When it's a new moon, it's the time to plant the seeds of intention. But now we're heading into a full moon at the beginning of April, which means that this is a time to clear energy. So if you want to do any space clearing, I teach about that in the 12-month manifesting journey. I go all into the different ways that you could do space clearing to make space for money miracles and make space for miracles, period. But the full moon is a great time for clearing energy. And it's a time when you're likely to see your manifestations come to fruition. So I kind of love full moons. I was born during a full moon. They happen to be times of action. Now, on the contrary, I just want to share that throughout 2023, we're also experiencing as a collective this yin water rabbit energy, which is soft, it's gentle, it's peaceful. So Yes, please, more of this. I welcome it, welcome it, welcome it. But I have to admit that throughout this year, I was feeling a little bit concerned. How how are we supposed to make a ton of money in our businesses, grow our businesses when we're not supposed to hustle, when we're not supposed to be doing all the time? That's what I was thinking and feeling going into this year because usually I have a lot of things on my to-do list and I had come become very accustomed to hustling and staying up late, writing that extra email, posting that extra post on Instagram. And if you've been following me for a while, maybe you've noticed that I have pulled back a little from posting 
if you subscribe to my emails, I wrote you an email a few weeks ago saying that instead of a weekly Sunday email, I am only sending a monthly Sunday email. So I've made some adjustments for this year, the year of the yin water rabbit, because here's the deal. You can try to force, push, and hustle this year and grow tulips in the winter. And it's not going to be effective. But what you can do if you want to go with the flow is you could pull back a little bit, prune your schedule, prune your tasks, prune your to-do list. And what you'll find is that you'll actually accomplish just as much, if not more, in 2023 when you give yourself a chance to exhale, give your chance a Uh, give yourself a chance to rest. So all of this to say, don't worry, we're going to be going into a new year eventually and everything happens in cycles. So there will be another year coming up where action is key. But I wanted to share with you, I was actually invited to an event. I'm going to be a speaker for the third time at the London School of Feng Shui. And I love this virtual event because it's free to you. It's a two-day summit free to you. I don't have the exact date that I will be presenting yet, but everything is free and I will make sure to let you know. In fact, if you're on my email list, I will definitely send you the information because all you have to do is register and then you can join this for free. But the theme in April for their summit is create new beginnings with feng shui. And so I absolutely love this because it's so in alignment with what I teach my students in the 12-month manifesting journey. And it's so in alignment with how I have lived my life for the past 10 years. I am going to be giving you a free workshop in the summit called Manifesting with Feng Shui, where I take you through my yearly rituals, my monthly rituals, and then my daily and weekly rituals that literally create little new beginnings. So it's not just like the Lunar New Year, that's the only thing. There are ways to embrace each cycle and to create small little new beginnings that actually yield harvest. That's how you make the progress. So if you would like to kind of just get in on this summit with the London School of Feng Shui, stay tuned for that. And If you don't already get my emails, my monthly Sunday emails, go to my site, christinahollinger.com or go to the link in the show notes. If you get my free Manifesting with Feng Shui 101 guide, hopefully you've gotten that. But if you haven't, get the free guide and you'll automatically get my monthly email. Okay? And then you'll like be in the know with everything. And I've gotten a lot of um, emails and feedback from you about my free manifesting with feng shui guide because it comes with three short videos. And if you've never manifested with feng shui before, it's the perfect starting point. And it's exactly what I wish I had when I first started feng shui in 2012. So I've kind of exceeded my time for 15 minutes of feng shui and you maybe you're thinking, okay, you already gave us 15 minutes of feng shui, but I did have one little tip that I wanted to share and I'll make it short and sweet. I was thinking of you this week because 
I noticed that a lot of the doors in our house were squeaking. So I went to the grocery store and I picked up some WD-40, super simple. And I went around and I sprayed the doors and they're no longer squeaking. So simple, right? But of course, from a feng shui lens, I wanted to decode what that could mean and share it with you so that if you have any squeaky doors throughout your home, first of all, you can fix it. And second of all, you can decode what is happening. So basically, doors represent your voice. They especially represent the voice of children. And it could also represent the voice of adults as well in the home. Whereas the windows of the home represent the eyes, the eyes of the adults, and of course, eyes of the children, especially when you're looking at their bedrooms, which is why I encourage you to always open the shades so you can see all opportunities and possibilities. So the doors that were squeaking happened to be in our, let's see, it was technically, it was health, uh, wisdom and knowledge and family that were squeaking. So in particular, when you have squeaky doors or doors off the hinges in the family area, this could mean that people are either talking about each other behind their back or that there's fears and talk and worry around family members. Um, it could also, if it's in the wisdom and knowledge area, it could represent like if you're indecisive and you're trying to make a decision and maybe you're talking in circles about it. And remember, words carry energy. Words are so powerful. And when we, what the Buddha said is what you think you become. And so Buddha would say, if you are constantly talking about misfortune and all the bad things that are about to happen or all the bad things that did happen, uh, you're speaking things into existence, essentially. You're just reliving the past. You're maybe in a cycle of feeling blocked or fearful or worried. And of course, we don't want to feel stuck, fearful, or worried. So the cure for this is just notice where the doors are located that are squeaking and Spray them with WD-40 and set your intention for the worry to subside, for the fears to subside, for the arguments to subside. So think about a slamming door is representing that yelling, <laughs> that the arguing. A stuck door could represent not being able to speak your truth. A door off the hinges, like completely taken off is taking away the voice of whoever's whoever that represents. So if you have, again, go to the um, link in my bio, get um, the free Manifesting with Feng Shui 101 guide. I give you a Bagua map in that guide, and you can even like decode, if you find the relationship area of your home, that's the far back right area, that area represents the female energy of the home. So if there's a squeaky door in the relationship area, it could represent the female's voice, maybe even feeling worrisome or angry or stuck. Um, if it's if the squeaky door is in the helpful people travel space, the front right area, that could represent the male energy of the home or any of the males who live in the house that might be feeling worried or angry and expressing that often. 
with their voices. So yeah, doors are significant. So I hope you found that interesting. There you go. That's your little bit of feng shui at the beginning of the episode. Next week is the last episode of season two, excuse me, in two weeks from now, because as you know, this year is the year of the yin water rabbit. So another way I simplified my life is I started to release bi-weekly podcast episodes instead of every single week. It's all about simplification, right? Please, please, please give yourself permission. Maybe pause this episode. Maybe after you listen to the interview with Tali, get out your journal, get out a pen, write down all the tasks, all the things that you have to do, and then simplify. What is it that you don't need to do anymore because you don't enjoy it? How can you delegate? How can you trim your schedule to create more spaciousness? And when you create that space, it will get filled with more of what you love and more of what you enjoy. And I hope that you truly enjoy this podcast episode and this final interview of season two with Tali. Hi, Tali. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, Christina. I'm doing much better right now when I see you in your gorgeous (laughs) outfit. Thank you. And I know listeners, you can't exactly see what I'm wearing, but I am actually wearing which we're going to talk about. I'm wearing my crown and it's not a a real crown. It's a little bit of a headband, but I went to one of Tali's events at 900 shops here in Chicago, and she gave everyone a crown to wear so that we could really embody our feminine power and our energy. And after going to your event, Tali, I knew that I needed to talk to you and I needed to introduce you to my community because I'm here to help people expand their manifesting toolbox. Now, of course, that happens through your environment with feng shui, but you actually introduced me to a whole new concept, which is that you can actually manifest your dream life through how you dress, which maybe you need to like share with me what your tagline is. Cause you said it. And I was like, yes, this is why we're talking. What's your mantra? Absolutely. So that's my favorite quote and my mantra You are a queen and you can attract anything you want in life if you dress for it. Mm, I love it. So tell me, Tali, like, let's just kind of start from basics. I want to know a little bit about, you weren't always, you know, in your studio in 900 shops, North Michigan Avenue. That wasn't, you haven't been doing this your entire life. So can you tell us a little bit about you know, your journey to this point and really, you know, kind of let us in on your life and like what you do now um, and where you, where you came from as well. Absolutely. I love going back and sharing my story uh, because especially for people that know me, it's really, really shocking uh, to know that I wasn't always looking like that at all. I actually been an dark places in my life quite a few times one of them happened actually quite recently like a little bit over a year ago uh, when the war in Ukraine broke I couldn't get dressed I was very very depressed 
And the last thing that I wanted to do is getting dressed. And what really helped me to get myself out there is that process that I call calling forth the queen of getting dressed. Uh, this is the process that I've been using in the past. And that's why I've used it again. And when I started using it, this amazing idea came to me, starting a foundation, Sweet Dome Chicago, um, that's supporting Ukrainian refugees in Chicago. Another thing is like really shocking about me that I was actually um, married to a very abusive man. I will call him a monster. And I've been wearing a very dark clothing and I uh, was very depressed, very wearing baggy clothing, hiding myself. And when I realized that this is not the life I want to live, the first thing that I started doing is using that process. And then later on, I realized what I was doing. And that's why I love now sharing and teaching this process with everyone because I want everyone to know. And the last thing that is like really shocking would be about me is I actually was an accountant. And um, it's and now I am like doing, I'm working in fashion and living my dream life. And, and someone, and someone, when I was working as an accountant, I didn't even know that this opportunity or this career even exists. So I started working as an accountant because I was always really good with numbers. And I never really, I didn't really know what my passion exactly is. I was always drawn to fashion, but I didn't know that that actually can be an industry. You know, I always say my family gave me three options, my mom and my dad. It was an attorney and a doctor or an accountant. I'm like, accounting would be a great start because um, I um, was always good with numbers and it really gave me a good foundation and understanding how to run my business in America. So I started... Um, here as an accountant, but I knew this is just not my thing and this is just not my calling. Um, I Because I moved here from Israel, I wanted to do something that's going to bring connect me to Israel, that's going to bring me back. And um, I started a company called Tel Aviv Couture that's supporting Israeli designers in America, bringing awareness of Israeli designers in America. One of my best friends, Leah, she used to be fashion designer at the time. The idea started from helping her. And then I'm like, why to help just her? There's so many amazing Israeli designers out there. So that's how I started Tel Aviv Couture. And I've been selling Israeli clothing from my home and at events for many years until I basically started having kids got a little bit uh, burned out by keeping the inventory fresh and keeping up with all the events. I just wanted to create a little bit more space. This is when I started learning about, learned for the, heard for the first time about blogging industry. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I can start my own blog and through my blog, I can promote everything. I don't really have to sell clothing anymore. I can just promote and not just clothing. I can promote any kind of businesses that I love. So literally the same night I started my blog and I started blogging. Uh, but I, when I made the shift from selling clothing to blogging, my clients that used to buy clothing from me, I thought they'd come to me to buy clothing because I was a good salesperson, but they came to me because they love my style and they love my energy. And when I decided to make the shift, some of my clients started reaching out to me. Like I remember that client, I shared the story in every podcast because I really love that story, especially for those who are starting a new business. It all starts with like one happy client mm -hmm. and um i remember the client asked me she's like i have this event and i need the dress by friday i'm like i'm so sorry i don't really have any more inventory in my studio in my home i can bring you a dress from israel by friday and she's like tally i don't really care where this dress is coming from mm -hmm. i just love your style i don't have the time to shop i'm gonna give you money i'm gonna pay for your time go to a store and buy me a, an outfit 
And I remember my jaw dropped. I'm like, oh my God, people are willing to pay me for my time, for my for my style. Like I just, it, I, I, it's still actually shocking to me. It's still kind of, um, don't take this for granted. And uh, this is how I started my styling career, styling business from like literally $35 an hour. Um, I was styling clients and yeah, and here I am today. I've been styling for so many years. I've been working with amazing women, like amazing women, feminine leaders. It's my mm -hmm. favorite part about my job uh, is meeting all these incredible women, including you, Christina. And um, it's just uh, amazing to be able to give this gift to women and to help them to empower themselves to um, chase their own dreams through styling because I feel like I figure it out, you know, I figure it out and I love simplifying it for women because one of the biggest issues that women have is just like we're overthinking, you know, because there's so many trends out there. There are so many shops out there. And especially for us women leaders that are busy, 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 like who have the time and it's all really confusing and overwhelming so I simplify fashion for women and I give them permission to shine the light unapologetically and authentically and to embody their own inner queen through clothing Ooh, I love that you're in the right place talking about simplifying because isn't that really right what feng shui is all about it's all about simplifying and making space because when you make space you taught me this I went to your event um calling forth the queen and one of the things you shared with us is to like edit your closet so like if you're buying new clothing make sure you go through and like find out what no longer serves you because like when you make space in your closet you're making space for new newness to to come in absolutely one in one out if you bring an item in make sure you go one item is going out so you said so much there and there are just a couple of things I wanted to like point out and pick up on like first of all you shared how how you are embodying this whole concept that you can manifest anything and attract anything if you dress for it because you literally had had you've had such a huge change in career which is this transformation is a manifestation you are now doing your dream job which is you know working in in fashion and but making it your own it's very heart centered very heart centered what you do and you're even doing new things with fashion like by bringing together community at your event you had this incredible opening speaker Gina, who passed around the Palo Santo and we were all like blessing ourselves. Like you're just, you have this, such a beautiful energy. So it's, and it, and at the end of the event, I spoke with you and you're like, it's not about the clothes. It's about the clothes, but it's so much more than that. And that's exactly when I knew I needed to speak with you. Um, because I'm like, this is so like, this is, I, I believe that like everyone deserves to feel and look their best and step into their best, the best version of themselves. And sometimes we just don't know where to start when it comes to how we show up in fashion and things like that. So um, just want to say also side note, like you also, Gina, who spoke at your event, like you also dressed her for when she met Marion Williamson, who recently announced that she's running for president at, again. And I was just like, so impressed with like how, like that was a perfect example of how like, you attract the opportunities you dress for. Like, of course, meeting Marianne Williamson is like a dream for so many people. And it's like, she was able to show up 
meet Marianne as well as you, you were there, I, I believe at that event, you met her and it's like, you were able to show up as your authentic self, because not only did you feel confident in what you were wearing, just like how Gina felt, but like, you also felt authentic and aligned. Like it was just a true embodiment. So tell me about like what manifesting through your clothing looks like. What is, how do you do this? Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Well, I strongly believe that everything starts with an outfit. I feel like when you put that outfit one that makes you feel like a queen, then your energy shifting. Mm -hmm. And when your energy shifting, like people are going to reflect that energy back to you and doors will start like opening up for you. When you feel amazing in your outfit, you cannot, you start, you're becoming magnetic and you start attracting. And when you manifest and you know what you want to attract and you dress for that, this is when things start happening to you. This is how all the doors are going to start. This is what happened to me. And this is what happened to a lot of clients. And I see it over and over and over again. And going back to the example of Gina with Marianne Williamson that you just bring brought up. Gina actually styled herself for that event, but she used the process that I was teaching her, calling forth the queen. She did it all herself. And I was just so proud of her because she totally manifested that she came to that event and she knew that the most important, her intention, everything starts with intentions, right? That's the mm -hmm. process and we can talk about it. But her intention was to bring, um, to have a conversation with Marianne Williamson that all she wanted, she wanted to make sure she's being noticed and having a conversation with Marianne Williamson. So she used that process herself, calling for the queen. She did wear a skirt that I bought for her during the styling session that they had here at the studio. But she, she chose that skirt because that was a beautiful statement, sparkly skirt that she will knew that it will probably grab attention and she started with a beautiful blue turtleneck with blue is just like a goddess color and her energy was just like she was shine through her her inner queen just shine through so beautifully that as soon as Gina walked in to the event like literally the second she walked in the first thing that Marianne did she noticed her skirt um so I truly believe that when you embodying your inner queen we women are all queens Everyone, every single mm -hmm. woman in this world a queen is the queen. The problem is that we know it and we don't have the confidence uh, to show it. And this is the time, this is the time, this is the year for all of us women to rise and to embodying your personal essence and to call on forth your inner queen. And that's what I love teaching and showing women how to do that because it sounds complicated, but it's really not that complicated. It's all about, first of all, is knowing your style persona. It really helps when you know what your style persona is. And I have this free style quiz that I developed. It's available on my website, talicogan.com. It takes three minutes. We have 
four different style personas. At the end of the quiz, you get your results. One of them is a capsule queen. Majority of my clients are. One of them is a, yes. And one of Christina, she is a capsule queen. Uh, one of them is a boho queen. And one of them is street style queen, which is Gina Marotta. Um, she's always going to be comfortable, always in sneakers. She can't wear anything else. Um, and then there is an extra queen, which is me. Um, and I've noticed in hundreds of people, probably 4,000 people took already that style quiz. And um, I've noticed that when, once you know your style persona, then it's a lot easier it become for you to style yourself and to shop for yourself because you know exactly what pieces you are. Like you give yourself a permission to be drawn to those specific pieces that uh, identify with your style persona. So number one, if you don't know where to start, you're like, what is this? How do I embody my queen? How do I do that? First of all, go on my website, talikogan.com, take that quiz. Now, that's number one. Number two, there is a wardrobe essentials list, which is like wardrobe. Um, um, yes, Christina is right now showing me. I have my list right here. Yes, I love it. So these are wardrobe staples that based on my experience of styling hundreds of women, these are the pieces that you want to have in your closet in order to create this capsule wardrobe. Uh, and once you have those pieces in your closet, the styling, the playing part is becoming a lot more effortless because all of these pieces are going to go really well with each other. And you don't have to build this cup wardrobe essentials right away. Uh, you can just put it, you can, it's also available on my website. It's free. You can download it. You can put it in your closet. You can clean your closet and you can see what are those items that I'm missing. And those are the items you can start like building and buying um, next time when, you know, when you are going shopping and when you have your budget and I love having, I love shopping strategically, intentionally, because this mm. is when you can also shop um, smart and but get deal, get really good deals. You know, next time when you see a sale at Zara, at stores that you love, then you know exactly what you're going to be buying. Uh, and then, you know, I have some of my styling tips and tricks. Uh, there is a lot of content on, on my website um, that I love to share through my blogs and through my events, of course. I have another event coming up in May calling for the queen. It's a group styling event that Christina attended, as she mentioned. And this is the event where I'm teaching you all my styling tips, all my styling tricks, everything I've learned with this wardrobe essentials. So I demonstrate everything pretty much on the stage. I get them dressed on the stage with like a coming out with like biker shorts, jeans or leggings and a t-shirt that everyone have in their closet. And I basically show you how to take it from basic to queen step by step. And um, these very manageable tips, tips, the idea of it, that you can go home, clean your closet, start building your wardrobe essentials, and the whole idea that you can come home after my events and shop your own closet and create outfits that you didn't even think about it before. I love that. And that's really, you know, there's that saying like, you know, give a man something about teaching a man to fish. It's like you feed them for a lifetime versus yes. just like giving someone a meal, right? Like you're actually yes. empowering women. Like, I love how you said, like when Gina met Marianne Williamson, she dressed herself, like she worked with you. She had handpicked curated items that were picked out with intention using the colors and her style based on yeah. her style profile. But then it's like, 
when it came down to actually having a dress for the event to meet Marianne, she was able then to take what you taught her and like apply it, which is massive. Um, if you don't I, I mind, I want to, Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm just like, I don't want people to be dependent on the stylist. Like, you know, I never had a stylist. I mean, I right, right now work with stylist as my team, but like, I don't want anybody to come and be dependent on me. Like this whole idea is like, I want to give you all the tools and everything I know, everything I do every day in my closet. So you can become your own stylist. So you will style yourself as a pro and seeing clients like Gina going home and implementing the process literally make me cry. Like this is just so amazing. Well, I will say I did wear a blazer today because not just because I wanted to wear a blazer because you showed me how blazers can be so versatile, um, but I wanted to wear like layers knowing that like I do feel like layers adds an, an extra element and it was really cool to see how you transformed your outfits from just like an everyday look to like being so elevated um, it, at your event like you transformed before our eyes but if you I just want to go back like a little bit because you yeah. shared with us that you were in you were married to a monster an abusive man. Yes. And you were wearing, you found yourself wearing a lot of dark colors, mostly black. And I have to admit, like I was at a place in my life in my early twenties after graduating college where I, someone actually said to me, like, you wear black, like every single day. Did you realize that? Like I was wearing mostly black monotone colors. And I think it was a reflection of how I was feeling on the inside. Um, but then you said you used like your calling forth the queen method can you explain like how you transitioned from that phase of your life of wearing mostly black to then like stepping into like a different fashion and how that changed your life? Yes, absolutely. So there's like three steps, everything in this in okay. step. Like, um, I love that. I went through this transformation. I realized, and obviously, working with Gina Marota helped me a lot to concept conceptualize it and to come up with this like blueprint. What exactly did I do and how did I transform um, to so I can teach it to people and share it with people? Um, so first of all, no more black. The only wear, the only wear will be black is white is the new black. It looks so much better than black and it's so much fresh and creeps and it brings completely different energy. The only way I wear black is with white. It's like you're wearing it right now because it's really fashion forward. All like all black, but black is just like, to me, unless you're God queen, like, you know, it's just, it's just a little bit depressing. And I think like when you put, not a little, a lot, I think like when you put a bright fun color on, like I have this bright hot pink coat that I walk around, like every time I put it on and I leave my house, I feel like everyone around me smiling, like, and I get so many compliments and this comp the energy that I'm getting from the people is put light me up. Like if you want to get that energy like you know you and energize yourself and everything others like you gotta step out of your comfort zone and you have to stop mm. wearing black there are so many beautiful bright fun colors embrace those find your favorite color and just wear it unapologetically mm. as far as the process this is like the, the process of transformation started with the first and a very crucial phase phase is taking care of yourself Queen, like I felt like I was like dreaming, living a dream of my parents, like being married to this guy. I was introduced to him by my parents. And well, not like they knew, like, you know, what they sang him up for, but like, I just um, felt like I did not put myself first. Like I put myself, everything else first. 
And that's why I found myself in this horrible situation. So I started actually taking care of myself, like working at that time. I didn't meditate yet. Gina taught me so, but I started like, at least like working out, getting myself out of the house, like taking walks. Like I didn't have any friends. I was kind of very, very, very lonely. I always say I would rather be in jail. At least I would make some friends because like I lived in the suburbs and like huge house. Like I didn't know anyone. So that was really depressing. The first thing that I started doing is actually like taking care of myself. And um, that really helped me like, you know, shifted to more than the energy a little bit. Mm. The second thing I started like setting myself an intention. Like, is this really how I want to live my life the, the rest of my life? Is this really like, what is the, what is my intentions? How do I want to live my life? And this is not the way, like maybe that, that was okay with my parents, even though like at that time, I don't think they still knew like how bad it was because we lived so far from each other and I kind of didn't want them to panic. But so I, I kind of kept a lot of secrets from them at that time. But I knew that my intention is not living with an abusive man. Like, and I, and I also, you know, there is like you, at least like I've been raised in this, um, a way where you think like, you know, this king is going to come and save you I'm like no I don't need a king to save me I'm a queen and I can save myself like I don't need anybody to to save me like you know I can start my own life and I can do my own things and do what what I was born to do in this world so setting this intention of like living a better life like staying staying doing what I was born to do in this world and really being free like not that much that I can ask right just like being free and not like being um in this like horrible uh, marriage that I've been like that was that was my intention and the third thing that I that started shifting is my the way I was dressing like all of a sudden I started like dressing differently like start bringing more colors into my uh, everyday outfits and what I started noticing that I started meeting people, you know, like people were like attractive to my outfits, like the energy, like the energy completely shifted. And then so many doors started like mm -hmm. opening up for me, pretty much any door I knocked on open up for me. And I really think it was the outfit and the energy that I was projected to this outfit because I didn't feel it before at all. Mm -hmm. So the process of transformation for me, it starts right now every single morning and it starts in your closet. Like you wake up in the morning, when you wake up in the morning, nobody really feels like a queen, okay? Especially for us moms, we have so much going on. We're tired, usually didn't sleep, don't get enough sleep. Mm -hmm. You wake up, the last thing that you want, that you feel is like a queen. That's why every morning I start my day with like me time whether it's meditation, whether it's a workout, whether it's stretches, whether it's walking your dog, whatever works for you. For mm -hmm. me, even if it's like three minutes, like just to take it for yourself, just to take to take care of yourself, create space for yourself so you can create space for other people. Those three to five minutes every morning, I pretty much for me, it's like golden. And it's so, so worth it to wake up a little bit earlier just because you want to self you put yourself first this is how you start your day you're putting yourself first no matter how amazing mother wife you are you're first if you're gonna do great everything else is gonna look amazing so the first step is a meditation uh, and then the second step is setting an intention so let's go, let's go back to the gina example like gina knew the day she has this big event she's going to meet marianne lemson so her intention was very clear she wanted to be seen and she wanted to have a conversation with 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 marianne 
And that's how she um, ended up choosing that outfit. So once you're setting your intention, then you go to your closet or you're already in your closet when you're setting that intention. And this is when you start like putting your outfit on. And for me, like I usually start with an, one item, like what is that item that I want to wear today? Whether it's like a new pair of shoes that you just got combat boots or whether it's your beautiful blouse that you bought at my event. So you take this one item and you start like building around that. I love it. I love, thank you for taking us through like the big picture of, I mean, you described a way that you were able to get yourself out of a situation that I feel like is very relatable in the sense that so many of us desire, whether it's a new house, a new job, something. And whenever you have a big dream, in, or a relationship, maybe you're dreaming up a, a relationship or a marriage, or you want to have children. Sometimes it feels so impossible when you are in a, like when your dream is so much bigger than where you feel you are in the current moment. And what you did was you just described how like over time you were able to pull yourself up from a very dark and lonely place through the, through your process. And then what you did was you described that process and how it has become now a daily ritual and a daily practice. Yes. And I truly do believe that through daily rituals, daily practices, that's where the greatest shifts can happen. And that's when you can close the gap between where you are currently and where you dream of going. And it's just that daily practice is going to get you one step closer to living out those dreams. So I appreciate those tangible steps so much. Thank you, Christina. I want to add to it and say, like, when you dress as a higher version of yourself, when you dress like a queen, this is when you become she. And that's the process. You know, when, when Jessica Zwei came to me at the beginning, she just she just had a vision she didn't even she just had a vision to start a spiritual movement um in 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 the world and she had this like higher version of vision and I dress her to match that vision I dress her as a higher version of herself and look where she is today She's the CEO of the simply be agency she's the author of a book called be um She's incredible. And she's actually, she was a client of mine as well, where I did a one-on-one -on -one feng shui consultation with Jessica. That's actually how I met her. Um, and I kind of met her through Alison Victoria because her and Alison were friends as well, who is um, a host of HGTV, Windy City Rehab. And I just feel that, you know, it's so inspiring to see, like, here's the thing. Jessica is so extremely successful. She, and just as you are, Tali, but I want listeners to hear this too, that like you and Jessica are just like everyone else, right? Like everyone has the potential to everyone. step into their biggest dreams. Absolutely. And so let's call forth the queen. I just, I want, I hope that anyone who listens to this episode today, this was not a mistake. You were meant to hear this today. And it's just those small little steps that make the hugest difference. And maybe the message you needed to hear today was 
put yourself first. Maybe the reminder you needed today was set your intention before you start your day. Um, as women in our society, we, we definitely, um, for many, many decades and centuries, we've been told over and over again that we are not to put ourselves first because it's like really culturally, we just like, we're always in service of, you know, others. And, um, I think women need to be okay with putting themselves first, even if it's for that five minutes. Exactly. Not to mention that we're living in a very masculine world. So it's very, very hard to shine in this feminine energy when you are uh, living in this masculine world. And we just forget one thing that man Masculine, masculine energy is very different than feminine energy. Masculine energy is all about doing, getting things done, right? Hustling. Women and feminine energy is all about attracting. And the only way we can start actually attracting is when we dress for it. Because when we dress in the outfit that makes us call, makes us look, feel amazing, this is when you start attracting. This is when you feel in your most feminine power. It all starts with that outfit. And it hasn't it doesn't have to be anything crazy. I don't you don't have to spend the fortune. I don't I don't believe in like getting just in designers. Like it's not impressing me when I see someone in the wearing designers head to toe. Absolutely not. It's all about like knowing your style persona, knowing what works for you. It's not about following following trends. I don't follow any trends. I really I don't. I I just follow my heart and my soul. Whatever makes you feel amazing, whatever calls forth your inner queen. This is the trend. You know, what's trendy to me, it's that island, that outfit that brings you joy. And I give you permission to do so. And we usually, as a women, we have really, really good instincts. Yes, we do take really hard on ourselves. And we look in the mirror and we usually, instead of looking at this whole picture, we start seeing everything that we don't like. Mm. Uh, that's why I really love taking pictures of my clients when we are... Uh, during my styling appointments, because in the pictures, like when they see themselves in the picture, they're like, oh my God, they actually start like loving because we, we're not like nice enough to ourselves to look mm. at ourselves in a mirror and to see the whole picture. Uh, but if you try to eliminate all of these things that you li like less about you and your body and focus more in that particular outfit that you're trying to put together, like look in the mirror and just like follow your intuition. Like if you love what you see, then it's amazing. It's definitely amazing. But if, and I give you permission to do so, but if something you feel like is off, then, then most likely something is off. So it's just like really trusting your own intuition and stepping out of your comfort zone and to start like dressing as a higher version of yourself. Like, so you become the queen that you are. Ooh, I love that. Now I just have to say, because I went to your event recently and I had the honor of like standing in front of a mirror with you, Tali. And like the fact that you, you, you put this beautiful, like it, it was like this pink, almost lavender laser. So good. On me. And you styled it and you rolled up the sleeves in just the right way that like really helped to um give my body shape and it also like you added like the the necklace and like each layer you kept adding to this outfit just made me continue to feel more and more confident 
And yes. after the event, I posted on Instagram, a little video of you styling me and a little selfie of us. And everyone started DMing me like, oh my gosh, you better get that outfit. You, I hope you got that. I hope you took that home. And I didn't, I didn't take it home that day, but I got so much reassurance that it was like so good that I needed to get it. So you sent me the blazer and I just want to give you an update, Tali. I wore it to um, a, a big leadership event that we had in our school district And just like how you were mentioning that you wear like a pink jacket and people will literally stop you on the street and be like, oh my gosh, I love your coat. That was exactly what happened at this leadership seminar in my school district. I probably need two hands to count how many people commented on the coat, commented on the blazer. And the next day I wore a different color blazer that was like in still in like the, it was like a pink blazer. It was still like in the same family of color, but it was a different one. And people who I saw the next day remembered the blazer from yesterday and was like, oh, I love your, your I love your new color tones that you, you've been choosing. And it's just, it's interesting because I don't consider myself like a fashion icon by any means at all, but it. I just wanted to echo to your point about like how your clothing does generate the attention and it attracts, it It, it really does attract. And another thing which you did, Christina, at the event when you showed up in this beautiful blazer that I'm so happy that you got, you not (laughs) only made, you felt confident and amazing and received all this beautiful energy from everyone that you deserve, but you also gave permission to other queens to level up there, to, to elevate their wardrobe and to step out of their comfort zone. Because when you see other people like, this is what you do when you start like really truly unapologetically getting dressed, embodying your personal essence and wearing pieces that truly brings you joy. Not only that you're going to start receiving all this energy, meeting amazing people, maybe meeting your next employee or your next husband, you never know, but that's how you're attracting. But you also giving other women permission to do the same. Because unfortunately, I mean, women feel very unconfident. Like, you know, they're almost like shy. Like they almost feel like this is not for them. That's exactly for you. Like all of these like Mm -hmm. bright font colors, it's exactly for you. We're all women are queens, all of us, every single one of us. And this is the time, this is the year for us, not just knowing it, but also showing it. And if you need to put that crown on, like Christina doing right now, to remind yourself that you're a queen, then please do so. And it doesn't have to, the crown doesn't have to be in the form of crown or headband, even though I love crowns and headbands. They're so pretty. There's so many different styles. You can always find the style that works best for you. But anything can be a crown. Like for me, my glasses, they're my crown because I can't see anything without glasses anyway. So I have a big collection of glasses and all my glasses are going to be very unique. Like most of them, they have tinted lenses. So they look like a little sunglasses, like sunglasses, but they're my vision glasses. They just like make me look cooler. Okay. A beautiful hat that can also be a crown. Sparkly shoes. That can be a crown, like a bag mm. that has some rhinestone or sparkly, or it doesn't have to be sparkly. It can be a fun, bright color. You can choose your own crown and name it as a crown to remind yourself that you're a queen. Okay. Thank you for that reminder. I love how you, like, that's one of Tali's signatures is that she said, you know, never leave the house without your crown. Yes. And so she just gave you like some examples of 
just little accessories that you know you can set your intention that it's your crown for the day so that you can walk through your day and through your life feeling like a queen that you feeling like the queen you are which is what Tali would say so thank you so much for being here Tali would you like there's a lot of listeners who are local to Chicago and I think they would love to hear about your next event that's coming up if you'd like to share any information Um, I also have your website in the show notes because that's where they can get their wardrobe essential list that's a free download and then they can also take their style profile to figure out if they're capsule wardrobe person or if they're boho chic all of that Um, but for anyone local to Chicago I think they would love to hear about what's coming up. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Christina, for this opportunity. Uh, my next event is Calling Forth the Queen. It's coming up. It's going to be in May, May 6th, right around Mother's Day. Perfect timing. And this event is all about bringing women together to create sisterhood mm-hmm. and to teach them. I'm going to be teaching how to get dressed. Like I'm going to be showing everything on the stage and I'm going to be showing my wardrobe essentials, like my own personal capsule uh, from majority of this is going to be from 900 traps. And I'm going to be showing how to style yourself every morning as a queen, how to use those wardrobe essentials. And after I done speaking, teaching, we will be having a shopping and networking event at the studio. Each person that registered for the event, they fill up a form. So we try to make it as personal as possible. So every single person that attended the event, they get whatever they wanted. So some women, they really needed that blazer because I talk about blazers all the time. So I make sure that you come to get a blazer that will have a blazer your size at the studio at the event. So it's sisterhood, shopping, and styling, calling for the queen, May 6th. All the information is on my website, talikogan.com. I love it. And you do have a great foundation that you actually, um, a lot of your proceeds go towards, is it Sweet Dome Sweet Chicago? Chicago? Ever since I started the foundation, we actually settled 18 families already. We just started less than a year ago. And uh, everything that I'm doing, all of my events, the proceeds, are going to uh, Sweet Dome Chicago, as well as the shopping at the studio. Some proceeds are going to go to Sweet Dome Chicago as well. Oh, well, you have such a beautiful heart. And I mean, you're just as beautiful on the inside as you are on the outside, Tali. So thank you again for coming on the show. I'm so gr- glad that I followed my intuition to invite you on the show. I think it was um, a really perfect way to expand listeners manifesting toolbox in a very unique way. So thank you for that. Christina, first of all, thank you so much for having me on your show. I want to just reflect back to you that I absolutely like love, love your energy. I was in love with you at the event. And I'm now in love with your podcast. You invite me to your podcast and I started listening to your podcast. I learned so much about Feng Shui. I'm so intrigued and interested. I feel like there is a lot of energy in everything that me and you do. And I just want to reflect to you how amazing you are and how amazing is your podcast and how you inspired me uh, to bring more energy into my home, even though we still didn't even work together. But I am, that's definitely on my vision board is to have a session with you. I'm very much intrigued by everything you do. And I just want you to know that you're such a queen. You're amazing. You're so beautiful in so many ways and you're changing so many lives. And I'm so honored to be on your incredible show. So thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh. Okay, Tali, that was a lot, but I'm going to embrace my feminine divine energy. Say I received that completely. Thank you so much. And listeners, I will see you next time where I'll help you design the life you deserve. 
Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.